For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is a podcast from Minute Media. What's up? Welcome to Match 2 of the Half Street Hot Seat, where we test your baseball knowledge, but more specifically, your Nationals knowledge. And we have an absolute Goliath matchup tonight as Ryan is defending his undefeated crown against newcomer, but probably the smartest person we know, Allison, making her podcast debut uh, for, you know, (laughs) not much on the line, right? No pressure whatsoever, uh, but... I am also joined by my good friend and rules official, Monty, MDT. Monty, how are we doing tonight? It took me 16 years to get on this podcast, and she's been here like a month, and I just, I'm, I'm, I'm here in protest. I mean, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Allison, Notice- she went to Harvard. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I'm, I'm trying not to, I don't know how, Allison, how you feel about the whole Harvard thing, so I'm not trying to trot it out there, but you went to Harvard. You're a smart person. It's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, but it's wonderful to be here. Uh, It's definitely a lot that you guys keep mentioning it, but um, it's... it's, I'm just getting started. (laughs) I was going to say, like, you know, before we started recording, we were talking about this, like, I know you're new to the show, but there is a fair warning that if you should lose... uh, it's going to be mentioned a lot and not, not by us, but by Ryan. I, w- hey. I expected that, which is why I was studying last night, going through like years of rosters and years of records and oh my God, just, and I'm still going to lose. So it's kind of. <laughs> I'm glad you answered the call though. That's what's important. Ryan, should you, should you win tonight? Where does this rank on your all-time wins? Can we stop the filter. Um, <laughs> you know it's just another day in the office we've heard we've heard, we've the eyes on the prize of a bigger picture um and that's taking down every single person at half street high heat so you know it's just another day at the office it's another win it's like kobe said it's just two wins there's two more to go all right <laughs> i mean i wouldn't expect anything less than ryan but uh before we get to trivia there were some other teams going for wins as there were a few signings uh, over the past couple of days since we last recorded Half Street High Heat. Uh, the first being Noah Syndergaard left New York. He is finally out of the NL East. Didn't take the qualifying offer. Obviously, he's out of New York. Signed a one-year $21 million deal with the Angels. Uh, kind of uh, surprising considering he had a qualifying offer attached to him. So the Angels are forfeiting a top draft pick to get him for one year after he's only pitched two innings the past two years. Uh, what were your guys' initial reactions to the to the signing and, and the strategy by the Angels? Um, pitching's expensive. That is 
21 million to a guy who has not pitched in two years. He's a very, very high upside guy. Um, if Noah Syndergaard's healthy, we all know what he can do. We have seen what he can do every single year. The problem is he's not really healthy a lot. The Angels need pitching, and it shows that they're willing to spend. They should be there in LA. They got the money. Um, it's a good move. The rotation still needs help. If he's healthy, it's fine. It's a lot of money. Um, the recent contract that came out a little bit later, I mean, a little bit earlier today uh, made that one look a little bit better, but it's a high upside move. If Syndergaard's healthy, he'll be a good number two in that rotation, which is all they can ask for. I was going to say who's their number one, but then I realized Shohei is still there. I was like, I'm just so used to the Angels not having pitching. Allison, what were your thoughts? Admittedly, I was kind of surprised because I feel like I – I thought that he was trying to stay with the Mets. I feel like he was very rah-rah about being in New York, wanting to stay with the team. Um, I saw um, at least one friend of mine who's a Mets fan. I saw he tweeted something along the lines of how he felt like he'd been broken up with, um, which I think, you know, accurately captures that. So I I was kind of surprised, but I hope I really like the angels. I think they're very, uh, I I, I have a soft spot for them. Um, And so I hope that this actually um, can help turn them into contenders at some point um i feel like they deserve to win after so long and uh deserve to be good for a little bit so i'm rooting for them even if i'm kind of surprised that he left new york yeah i think a lot of nats fans share that sentiment especially after rendon went there and it was kind of just easy to root for mike trout and shohei otani so i don't think you're alone there monty you're wearing the angels hat uh so for some reason uh well was, uh, was that planned or you just know i'm the biggest G- fan I- in my MLB the show franchise, I am the GM of the of the Angels, and in the mm-hmm. off season, we actually did bring in Noah Syndergaard. Uh, we brought in Max Scherzer, and uh, we acquired J- Shane Bieber. So this is just step one in uh, in the process of making a terrible rotation into a god rotation in one off season. So the Angels yeah. are on their way if they yes. follow the Monty, the Monty plan, right. as it's known. Um, in which case I expect some sort of compensation. <laughs> so I, I guess the angels still have some big moves in store, but uh, speaking of another big move, Ryan alluded to it and another pitcher who didn't pitch at all last year, Justin Verlander didn't accept a qualifying offer from the Astros, but did resign with the Astros one year, 25 million for Justin Verlander. Apparently he's looked really, really good in his workouts. Uh, the velocity was still there. He had what 15 to 20 teams still interested uh, but an eye-popping n- number nonetheless. Uh, what do you guys think of the Verlander deal? Monty, I'll kick it back to you since he's your favorite uh, favorite pitcher on earth. I have I have no comment. My <laughs> lawyers have uh, it, it's told me not to speak. Got it. All right. <laughs> Ryan, what about you? Um, I tweeted out, like, <laughs> teach your kids how to pitch. Um, he hasn't pitched in two years. He's what, 37 years old. He basically just signed a $50 million contract over two years with the option. Um, he's, he said that it was about loyalty that the Astros showed him. I would be loyal to Astros also if they offered me $25 million. Like I, I really want to see the other contracts cause I don't think they got that high. Um, but yeah, I mean, their pitching has kind of been taking a hit in the last couple of years. So if they can get a healthy Verlander back, I get it why they overpaid. But every single free agent pitcher right now is smiling, looking at these two contracts that just happened. Ryan, are you trying to tell me how to? Are you trying to tell me how to raise my kids? That's exactly what I'm trying to tell you to do, Monty. Teach them the pitch, preferably left-handed, because they'll be really rich. Tie that right hand behind their back. (laughs) (laughs) Allison, what are your thoughts? 
Yeah, I, I echo everything Ryan said, but it, it's also just, I, I feel like if you've already made it to the World Series again without him, right? And not, not, that's not to say that their rotation was excellent, but obviously they did not win. And uh, obviously there were, there were holes there, but I just feel they definitely overpaid. And uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of surprised, but I guess it's good for them. They're still trying to, to stay in it and still trying to be a contender. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm, I'm curious to see how much of their, the rest of their team will be left standing around Verlander, to be quite honest. But um, I mean, I don't know. Zero World Series wins. Just, you know, I'll throw it out there. Fair point. <laughs> Monty versus uh, Justin Verlander will be the next episode of Trivia. Uh, we will line that up, talk to Justin Verlander's agent. He doesn't want that smoke. <laughs> uh, last bit of pitching news, or at least uh, pitchers getting paid, as Ryan also said, pitching is expensive. And the Blue Jays were well aware of that. They signed Jose Barrios to a, what was it, seven-year? No, 133 sounds right. Seven years, 133. Is that sound? So when I first saw it, I thought it was much larger. It was a little bit less head. than 133 because it was 18.7 AAV, I think. Yeah, I was gonna, like, when I first saw the, mm-hmm. the number, I was like, damn, that's a lot. But then doing the math in my head, <laughs> that's actually a really great deal for both sides. I mean, Berrios gets the, uh, the security he's looking for and the Blue Jays lock up their pitcher that they got at the deadline and, you know, solidify that rotation for the next several years. Allison, I'll kick it back to you. What were your thoughts on the, the extension and just the Blue Jays push to remain competitive? That one out of the three that we've just talked about kind of made the most sense to me. Um, and uh, especially also from a standpoint of uh, <laughs> there will be nothing post-December 1st. There will be no contract negotiations. Like we're just going to be in purgatory. Uh, good, good on them for figuring that out and figuring out a very long deal before um, nothing is happening. Um, and, you know, AV made sense to me, everything. I, I'm, I, root, I, I don't root for the Blue Jays, but another team where I'm like, oh, I want them to do well. So I am, uh, yeah, I'm happy for them. And it made sense to me. It's reasonable. What a concept to extend players that are valuable to your team. I just couldn't be the Nats though. <laughs> I couldn't. used to be a, uh, a massive Twins fan in 20. 20- uh, 18 for a year. No, I'm just kidding. It was just uh, to get my MLB TV, make sure I was using a bunch, but uh, Barrios, I love Barrios. Um, and I think, you know, I don't know what, I can't remember what the Blue Jays gave up in that trade, but at this point, I think that's going to be a, a W on the trade there, regardless of what they gave up. Cause not only did he, was he going to give them a year and a half of team control? Now they're going to get six more years at 18.7. He's got a stuff. Um, he does tend to walk a lot of guys but like i remember early on in the season he was facing corbin burns and they had like dueling no hitters into the sixth Mm -hmm. um it was a pretty like it was really cool to watch those two guys and um the al east is not an easy place to pitch but i really like the fact they nailed that down especially if they're not getting robbie ray back uh steven matt's probably not coming back so you know they needed to they needed to make sure they had some you know reinforcements yep Ryan, thoughts on the Barrios extension? Probably less than he would have gotten on the open market, but still a solid deal nonetheless. Yeah. So when I when I saw it was seven years, I was thinking 140 up. I thought for sure he was getting over 20 million. Um, he just finished his age 27 season. So he thought someone like that was going to get paid, but that was a very good deal for both sides. It's funny to have like a $135 million contract and say that's team friendly, right. but it was team friendly. Like it's less than 19 mil a year that leaves payroll flexibility when their young studs hit free agency in a couple of years. 
Um, that was a great deal. And it was also important because the Blue Jays gave up a lot for him. They top, gave up a prospect. ton when everyone was like, oh my God, the Nats got fleeced because they didn't really get that much back. They gave up a ton for him. Now, the fact that they got him for seven additional years, they could care less about what they gave up. That's all that matters here. They got their guy, they traded for him and they paid up and they gave him a great deal. And that is going to be a very fun team in the next couple of years because that division is absolutely loaded and they want to compete. I mean, it was already fun this year. I mean, right. We didn't get, we didn't get our, yeah, we didn't get our chaos day, but it was very, very close. Yeah. I mean, they won 92 games and finished fourth. And I mean, it it would behoove them to uh, go after Marcus Semyon because he's one guy that they wouldn't have to give up a pick for. Big word. He does. He does have uh, a qualifying offer attached him. You like that? I'm trying to be yeah, like you. Uh, trying to step yeah. Well, I thought I thought Allison was uh, the inspiring you to up your game. You know, Coastal Carolina, oh, Harvard of the South. Um, but yeah, I mean that that's really all we got for splashes right now. Qualifying offer news. Uh, Brandon Belt accepted his going back to the Giants. I don't think that's necessarily a surprise. Raziel Iglesias uh, declined his, not necessarily going back to the Angels just yet. Obviously, they could uh, um, come to terms on on a better deal for Raziel's uh, side, but he declined his uh, qualifying offer officially. Cy Young news, uh, going back to the Blue Jays, Robbie Ray won the Cy Young in the AL, kind of uh, definitely a dark horse. I mean, nobody had him on their Cy Young big boards to start the year. Um, And then uh, Corbin Burns. I don't know if that's a surprise. I don't necessarily want to like call him uh, an upset or anything like that, but he won it for the NL. Uh, Ryan, what were your reactions to the NL Cy Young? I know we were talking about it a little bit beforehand, but certainly an odd year for Cy, for Cy Young all around. This Cy Young competition between Wheeler and Burns was literally like the nerds versus old, old school. Corbin Burns, all of his peripherals and like advanced metrics were like, this guy's the walkway, like runaway Cy Young. Zach Wheeler had the old school stats that kind of been leaning on towards. Um, Jacob DeGrom a couple years ago made the wing conversation completely irrelevant, but he had the innings and with not that much worse of an ERA. I'm not surprised just because Corbin Burns was pretty damn good the entire year. Um, Joe Girardi though, lost... Zach Wheeler, the Cy Young, because there's a couple of times we threw him back out there in the ninth inning and like things 119 pitches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And things fell apart in those innings. Rightfully so. Guy's arm was falling apart and he lost in the Cy Young. But it's really funny because it took the Phillies having the likely NL MVP and the second place Cy Young award winner uh, just to get above 500. 82 like that. 80. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus cannot get that man to 90 wins. That team to 90 wins. Like. <laughs> That's that's my takeaway. Oh, um, on an episode of uh, of Half Street High Heat back in April, we did Contender versus Pretender. You guys remember that? Or by no. we, I mean you guys, because I wasn't on it. Okay, there was con- Contender versus Pretender, and the final one was Corbin Burns is off to the biggest start, one of the biggest starts of the year. Is he a contender or pretender? All three of you guys said contender for uh, for for the Cy Young back in April. Oh, I remember that. The problem was De- at the time was Degrom, but. Everyone said he may not win it, but he would be a contender. So, you know, I just wanted to throw that out there to, you know, let you guys pat yourselves on the back. I thought you were going to talk about the Giants thing again for like the millionth time. So that's why I said no. But well, that was foolish. That's the way the AL MVP and the NL Cy Young will go for the next five years, at least. It's Mike Trout and Jacob DeGrom, unless they get hurt. And that's going to be the prediction for the next five years, at least. But Allison, what were your thoughts on the Cy Young 
Um, I, you know, the, the, at least on the NL side, I was, I never thought that Max Scherzer was actually going to win it. I feel like there were a lot of people who, uh, thought, uh, that he could, uh, could get it. And I, and I saw that a lot, especially on Twitter, um, especially from Nats fans. And uh, I don't think that was ever realistic. Um, I agree. Logical with what... bunch. They are. <laughs> I mean, it was, entered... I would have loved it if you want it. Um, but it seemed to me to be a lot more focused on the second half of his season, as opposed to the first half. Um, and I think it just made more sense that it ultimately um, came down instead to, to Corbin Burns and Zach Wheeler. So made sense to me. Yeah. I, I think I was fine either way. Atlanta, whether it was Wheeler or Burns, uh, Robbie Ray seemed like the logical choice at the end of the day. Um, like Garrett Cole would have been the quote unquote popular choice, just a big pitcher, big market. But I think Robbie Ray deserved it more than Garrett Cole and Lance Lynn just didn't have the, you know, the volume that Ray did. So I think they got it right. It definitely was an odd year, but let's get to trivia. That's what we're here for. Obviously, you know, I, I think we've delayed it enough i don't know if we've delayed the inevitable one way or another i'll let you guys interpret that the way you choose um but we're gonna get started uh nine rounds as always six questions about the nats for you guys and three questions about general mlb uh we also added a nice little bonus round tonight so the bonus round we're calling it the seventh inning stretch it won't be between the seventh you know the first question of the seventh round the second question of seventh round but it will be before the seventh round it's not a little bit of a tougher question for you guys, uh, you know, the opportunity to earn double points. So if, you know, anyone is trailing, it's an opportunity to get back in the game quickly. Cause obviously if you get yours, you steal your opponents. That's a four point swing right there. So wanted to add another wrinkle into trivia, but we will see how this goes. Obviously if you're down and you lose your question and then the opponent steals your question and get there, it, it could make a blowout really bad. So that's why we implemented it after Amanda because uh, it turned a seven and two, seven to two affair, um, you know, rather than a eleven to two affair. But this one, this one's a more even match. No offense, Amanda. <laughs> Much love to Amanda, but I'm just hoping to beat her score, and I think then, I, then I'll be fine. <laughs> then I'll be okay, even if well, I lose. Now, now you have to have an opportunity to tie it in one question. So there you go. You, <laughs> you guys are very optimistic. <laughs> yep, two points is what Amanda got last time for the listeners that can't remember or weren't aware. Two points for Amanda, seven for Ryan. He took home the easy victory. All right, here we go. I do have a buzzer this week. We will see. Uh, you know, how long that goes well. 31 seconds on the clock. Ryan has elected to go second again this week. So Allison will be starting off each round. Oh round one, jersey numbers. Time will start when I finish reading the question. If Monty would. Yeah, there you go. Only one player in Nats history has ever worn the number 74. Who was that player? I, like Amanda, am also very bad at jersey numbers. Um, I'm going to assume, however, I definitely looked at this before. Um, I'm, it's got to be a pitcher. Um, <laughs> oh, geez. Um, four. 10 seconds. Oh, my goodness. This is stressful. <laughs> <laughs> this is very under pressure, very stressful. Three, um, two, one. This is such a, this no is answer. such a, Ryan's oh, wait, no answer. Okay. I didn't realize that I had, okay. Do I have to answer by the it. buzzer time yes. or can, is it a buzzer? And then like, I can give an answer. No, you have to answer by the buzzer time. Okay. Do you have an answer? 
I was just going to guess. I was just going to guess Drew Storen, but that's a total guess because I have no idea. Okay. Well, that's wrong anyways. Ryan, 15 seconds. (laughs) I'm going Sean Nolan. Ryan, can you take the filter off, please? It is incredibly (laughs) distracting. There we go. Final answer. Yeah, I'm going Sean Nolan. That is correct. The answer is Sean Nolan. I knew I had looked at that one. I should have known that one. Oh, well. Ryan out to the early one nothing league. Next question for Ryan. Only one player in Nats history has ever worn the number 69. Who is that player? Oh, um, um, I'm going to uh, Fernando Abad. Final answer? Yeah, let's run it. This is incorrect. <laughs> Amanda, or not Amanda. Sorry. Oh, God, I am so sorry. Allison. <laughs> Two A names. It's fine. The opportunity it's fine. to steal to get back in the game. 69. Guys, I'm really player. guessing here. Um, this is embarrassing. Um, I'm Five really seconds. Uh, Fernando Rodney, since you're going to go with <laughs> Fernando. But I don't Final know. Final <laughs> answer at the buzzer. Correct answer is AJ Cole. I believe, for what it's worth, Abad was number 68. So I think you were close, Ryan. <laughs> Correct answer is AJ Cole. Never would have gotten that. It's all right. Fine. It's all right. One nothing game. Still plenty of questions to go. Round two. Runs. In the 2010 regular season, Ryan Zimmerman tied what other Nationals player for the team lead and run scored with 85? 2010. Oh, God, I, I literally just looked at this one. Um, I want to think it's an Adam. I'm almost positive it's an Adam. I'm trying to remember if it's Adam Dunn or Adam LaRoche. I'm going to say Adam Dunn. That's what I'm going to guess. Final answer? Yes. That is correct. Done. <laughs> 85 with Ryan Zimmerman that year. Next question for Ryan. In the 2013 regular season, Ryan Zimmerman tied what others Nationals player for the team lead and run scored with 84? 2013 is such a random year. Um, I'm going to go Michael Morse. Final answer? Sure. <laughs> that is incorrect. 15 seconds to Allison to take the lead. I'm going to say the other Adam. I'm going to say Adam LaRoche this time. Final answer? Sure. Correct answer is Jason Worth. Jason Worth. Because that was when he was batting lead off a bunch and up in the lineup, and you had some heavy hitters behind him like Adam LaRoche. But Jason Worth. All right, still 1-1. Anybody's game round three is going to be whip. Whip. First question for Allison. In the 2016 regular season, what reliever led national the, led the Nationals in whip with more than 10 innings pitched? Okay, I'm just trying to get the time period right. 2016. Oh, boy. Mm. There is no there's no names coming to me right now. There are no names. 10 seconds. Uh, Oh no. Oh, I know he was a I know he was a closer and I know it wasn't this time period, but I'm Three. just gonna say Jonathan Papelbaum. I don't I knew it wasn't that that's is time. It. Final answer. Jonathan Papelbaum, yeah. Ryan, 15 seconds to you. 2016. Um I don't even think no Rafael Soriano wasn't on the team in 2016, was he? He's still getting paid though, he still is. Ah uh, 2016. Um, screw it. I'll go with Tanner Rourke. He was in the bullpen one of these years. Final answer. Sure. Correct answer is Mark Melanson. 
Oh, I forgot about him. Monty Damn. said the same thing. So Monty proofread the did. questions, and he said he forgot about Mark Polanson too. So take a little pride in that, that I, I was able to stump everybody. Next question for Ryan to take the lead back. In the 2011 regular season, what reliever led the Nationals in whip with more than 10 innings pitched? Um, I'm going Matt Caps. Final answer? Yes. 15 seconds to Allison. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. 2011. Um, God, I just looked at this one, too. Uh, I know he wasn't a reliever. I'll Five just say seconds. Tyler Clippard. I don't know. Uh, he very much was a reliever, but that is the wrong answer. <laughs> Correct answer is Craig Stammen. Craig Stammen. That was his, I don't know if it's his rookie year, but I believe it was his first year in the Nats. He barely got above 10 innings. That's actually why I had to put the caveat that they had to pitch at least 10 innings. All right, round four is war. War. This question will be for Allison. In 2018, Max Scherzer led the team in war with 9.2. What position player was second that year? You know when you like have an answer and you're like, you're you you like know that you knew it once and you're like you just <laughs> cannot recall it. <laughs> um position player. Um position player in 2018 who was second that year. Oh no. I'm gonna guess Rendon. That's what I'm gonna guess. Final answer? Yeah, sure. That is correct. Anthony Rendon had a 5.1 war that year. 5.1. So two to one, Ryan, a chance to tie right here. In 2018, Pedro Severino had the lowest war in the Nationals with a negative 1.1. This is the same year. What position player was second lowest on the team after leading the Nationals previously in position players war in the 2016 season? So he was good in 2016, not so good in 2018. Playing house 16 liability in 2018 i'm going jason worth <laughs> i like the logic there final answer sure <laughs> that is incorrect allison 15 seconds to you um second lowest in 2018 but high in 2016 oh god oh no five seconds oh my god Three, i two, i one. Uh, nope not coming to me correct answer is Daniel Murphy, Daniel Murphy, Ryan, I understand that that question was a little bit weirdly worded, but uh, try to keep it the same year, notable name and Max Scherzer has just been dominating war for the Nats. So had to make it even somewhat round five, only a one point game, all-star appearances, all-star appearances. Who was the nationals loan representative at the 2007 all-star game? Is this one for me? Yes, it is for you. Oh my god! I oh my god! I I knew this one. Oh no, crap! Is this the guy who got traded and was there for only the year? Was this that guy whose name I'm not remembering? Lord. Ten seconds. I thought it was a pitcher. Five, four, three. I'm just two. gonna say Chris. I'm gonna say Christian Julian, but I know it's not him. I just know he was one. Yeah. Ryan, 15 seconds to you. Chad Cordero. Final answer. Chad Cordero. Correct answer is Dimitri Young. Dimitri Young. I believe he was only there one year. Maybe two. 
Like it I was, said, dancing around the edge of the answer. <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't, yeah, it wasn't very long. Next question for Ryan. Who was the Nationals loan representative at the 2008 All-Star Game? So one year later. Two thousand and eight. Two thousand and eight. That was the first year it came to Nats Park. I'm feeling Zem. I'm just gonna go Zem. Final answer? Sure. Allison, fifteen seconds to you. Um it wasn't Zim, but it's another person who otherwise I wouldn't have known about if I hadn't looked at this before. <laughs> um God, I think it was a pitcher. But Five I'm seconds. Forgetting who. Three. Two, one. I'm, I'm not going to give an answer. <laughs> Correct answer is Christian Guzman. Not exactly the all-star representative you would have thought. It's like Zim was not a bad guess. No, I I, I knew I knew that. I'm, but it was I'm really, no. also a sign of the times. <laughs> Those I, are the I dark days. I thought, I thought he was 07. It wasn't him in 07. I just got thrown off. I was like, whatever. He wasn't all-star then, I guess. That's all right. It's only a one-point game plenty of time left round six final nationals category playoff sadness and there's plenty Aww. of it this question for allison what nationals pitcher gave up the go-ahead home run to brandon belt in the 18th inning of game two of the 2014 nlds true story final answer Ye- yeah i think incorrect ryan 15 seconds to you tanner Roark. final answer tanner Roark. We got ourselves a tie ball game, folks. <laughs> Correct answer was Tanner Roark. Ryan, to take the lead, what Dodgers pitcher earned the save against the Nats in game five of the 2016 NLDS? Clayton Kershaw. Final answer? Clayton Kershaw. Ryan has taken back the lead. <laughs> Correct answer was Clayton Kershaw. <laughs> Thought I might stump somebody. That was Clayton Kershaw. Kershaw. Peak Daniel Murphy and Murphy popped up, and then Wilmer freaking Defoe was the last at bat because Anthony Rendon got subbed out. <laughs> See, I thought that might be ingrained in someone's brain, but that's the point of playoffs as sadness, as we always remember. <laughs> but now it's time for the seventh inning stretch. This is our bonus round. These questions will be slightly more difficult uh, questions for the chance to earn two points. So each question is worth two points. This is a four point round, so high importance. High important, same time limit, 31 seconds on the clock per question. Mid-season acquisitions is the category. Mid-season acquisitions. First question for Allison. The Nats acquired this player mid-season in 2009 for outfielder Lastings Millage and pitcher Joel Hanrahan. this is rough this is difficult 10 seconds oh no it's bonus round yep i I got that (laughs) (laughs) three Um, two one it's fine it's all right ryan take the lead (laughs) ryan 15 seconds to you all right 2009 that was before the pitcher acquisition so you have to think who else i'm going the buffalo wilson ramos right here final answer Sure, let's see if it's right. It is ah, Niger Morgan. Oh, the other goat. Damn it. <laughs> Niger Morgan. 
It's all right. It's still worth two questions or it's two points. Excuse me. This question, the Nats acquired this player midseason 2017 for pitcher McKenzie Mills in international signing money, money, money. 2017. God, what the hell happened? 2017. Um, pain. Oh, um, Brandon Kensler. Final answer. Sure. Incorrect. Allison to take the lead back. <laughs> oh, you have too much faith in me because I am definitely not going to. Uh, <laughs> in 2017, uh, who would have come back? Mm-hmm. Five seconds. Yeah, I nope. No. Nope. Two, one. Nope. Correct answer is Philly's special assistant, Howie Kendrick. I almost said him too, and I thought I would sound stupid if I said him. So oh, damn Howie it. Kendrick. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. Howie Kendrick. Oh, he's he's with the Phillies now, anyways. Yeah, more beloved by the <laughs> Phillies than the Nats. We we got him from the Phillies, and now he's back with them. Now he's back with the Phillies. Still a one point game, but there's only three questions left. Six points on the board. Round seven, World Series titles. Keep in mind, we're going back to general MLB now for the final three rounds. This question will be for Allison. Of the cities to have won a World Series previously. Cleveland, ha- Cleveland has the longest drought at 73 years. What AL city has the second longest active streak? We active are looking, streak? Uh-oh. We are looking for a city here. Oh, God. An active streak in the AL. Oh, my God. Um, 10 seconds. You know, I, I don't think this is right, but I can't recall all of them. So I'm just going to go with Toronto. I don't think that's right, but I'm going to say Toronto. Final answer. Sure. Ryan, 15 seconds for the steal. Touch them all, Joe. That's a great call. Um, Of the teams that have won, I'm going Baltimore. Final answer. Sure. That's a four to two lead for Ryan. Correct answer is Damn Baltimore. It. 38 oh. years and counting since their last title. This question for Ryan. Of the cities to have won a World Series previously, Milwaukee has the longest drought at 60 years. What NL city has the second longest active streak? Streak. It's not a real state. Uh, I'm going Cincinnati. Final answer? Sure. Allison, 15 seconds to steal. Get back within one. Oh, my God. Um, oh, this is really hard. Um, uh Five seconds. Um, oh my God. Three, uh, two. It's not the Rangers, but I'm just, one. no, they're not even in the, ah, uh, never mind. Sorry, Forget that's it. time. Correct <laughs> answer <under> is <laughs> Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, 42 years. 42 years. These all make sense when you say them. <laughs> Funny how that works when you find out the answer. Yeah. <laughs> Round eight, four questions left on the board. Ryan with the two point lead. Round eight is World Series MVPs once again. This question for Allison Who was the 2016 World Series MVP? In 2016, who won in 2016? So the, the no, it wasn't the Cubs. It wasn't the Cubs? Yes, it was the Cubs that won in 2016. It was the Cubs who won in 2016. Who was the, who was the MVP? Who was on the Cubs? <laughs> who was on the Cubs in 2016? Ryan looking confident. I know. I hate it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 10 I, seconds. Oh, my God. Three, two, one. I think I'll, let's say Craig Kimbrell. I don't know. It's definitely not him. But I'll accept that answer as incorrect. Ryan, fifteen seconds to steal. Enzo Breast. 
Final answer. He had the game-winning hit in uh, Game 7. Ben Zobris. Five to two lead for Ryan. Three points left on the board. Three points left. Allison, you will need all three of these. <laughs> I will congratulate you on your victory now, <laughs> Ryan. Uh, but I, <laughs> I like to think that I've at least been entertaining. Uh, <laughs> just, just think if you'd gotten that Howie Kendrick answer right. I know. It'd be, oh, man. You can still Different beat Amanda. Money. You can still beat Amanda. <laughs> Even if you don't beat Ryan, you can beat Amanda. Sorry, Amanda. <laughs> this question for Ryan to clinch the match. Who was a 2018 World Series MVP? So, I only know this because my buddy is a huge Red Sox fan, and he talks about him all the time. Steve Pierce. Admittedly, I was a little worried about that. Final answer. <laughs> That is the match for Ryan. He has clinched it with a five to two lead. Or that no, is one I would have known to too. Oh. Six to two now, right? Correct, Monty. Six to two. All right. These points matter for standings and rankings and whatnot. Round nine. One hit wonders. One hit wonders. Allison, you need this to beat Amanda. This NL pitcher <laughs> won the Cy Young in 2015 with a dazzling 177 ERA and 236 strikeouts. Oh my God. <laughs> these are these are much harder. Uh, <laughs> these are these are worse um god one hit wonder so you're trying to think of someone who only had that one good year i barely was even paying attention to baseball in 2015 <laughs> um the, the chumba wumba of pitchers yeah i i i doubt thank I you monty thank you monty um three seconds yeah i'm not gonna get it but i'm interested to hear the answer <laughs> oh no. she gets knocked down uh, that was incorrect not correct ryan 15 seconds to steal uh this is a year that granky should have won but they gave it to arietta for absolutely no reason whatsoever final answer jake Arietta. Ryan patting his lead jake arietta is the correct answer final question of the match if ryan gets this wrong that's allison's last chance this al pitcher won the signing in 2015 with a 248 era and 216 strikeouts um, I'm going to go Corey Kluber. Final answer. Sure. Corey Kluber has won two Cy Young, so he would not be able to win. Oh, that's Allison, right. he did get 15 second. seconds. You I need this. You, I was hoping you'd get it. So you wouldn't have to put me through <laughs> answering another question. 10 um, seconds. Oh man. I, you know, think one is, hit wonders. I know I'm trying, I'm trying to help um, you. I know. And I appreciate it. I'm just not going to get it. So I'm lucky for the White Sox three, two, Craig Kimbrell? No, I don't know. I forgot it was Keichel. Correct answer is Dallas Keichel. Dallas Keichel. I understand that answer made no sense. I was just panicked. (laughs) Was the final score seven to two again? Seven to two. Ryan, an absolute. Well, what's what's even better? Ryan only got two of the questions that were assigned him correct. All the others were steals off Allison. Look. Deferring is the greatest thing in the world. Because first of all, my questions were a lot harder. I just want to put that out there. This this was made knowing that I had second. And second of all, always defer in trivia. If 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 you have the chance to go second, like always football. go second. It's exactly. It's like the price is right. You'll be the second person to guess the showcase, not the first one. The second showcase is always better. Allison led through the first five rounds. By the way, that's over worried. half the game. That was over was half a, the game. Absolutely, absolutely. No. Absolutely no offense whatsoever, Allison. I was not worried. <laughs> you had no reason to be, but uh, the, the five rounds were, were excellent. I felt very good about myself. Five rounds. 
admittedly, I did make the second set of questions harder, but in general, I thought they were pretty even. I asked Monty, but yeah, I, agree I they were also fair. I wrote the questions before I asked Ryan if he wanted first or second. So they were always going to stay the same, but yeah, Ryan's fault worked out for Ryan. Uh, Allison, it did not work out for you. Uh, apparently you've set feminism back a hundred years. So <laughs> good luck uh, rectifying that whole situation. <laughs> it's not like it took, you know, 2021 years to get to, to this point or anything like that. So I'm sure uh, a setback of a hundred years, no big deal. Ryan, another convincing win for you. It was close for a while. You pulled away strong at the end. Uh, how are we feeling? 2-0, the only undefeated team. Well, who's played a match at least. How how are we feeling? Look, I'm going to I'm just going to keep quoting Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> Kobe was asked about this one up 2-0 and he gave that legendary answer, right? You know, it's just beginning. Job's not done. <laughs> Job is Job's, not done. Job's not done. I guess we can give the floor to you uh who are we calling out next week. Ah. <sighs> you know, took down Amanda, took down Allison. Exactly. No offense to you, Allison. Uh, semi-offense to Amanda. Maybe not the strongest competition. Um, so who 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 do you think stands a chance? Who who's going to put up a fight up against you? Um, you know, let's let's keep mixing it up. Um, let's get YouTube on here. Trey, is, right. it, is is he allowed? He's just a YouTube person, so I, I don't I well, don't know. Any challenger has to accept the the call out, All of right. course, but. Of course, if he wants to come on, he has a spot. So we will ask Trey if uh, if he so chooses to to be part of the, the, the trivia. Although after this showing, he might not want that smoke. Like Monty says that, but <laughs> he might not want that smoke. Now, might- I can't I can't help but notice that that Ryan is not coming for me at all. You're on he this won- all the time. I'm just trying to get the new people on here. <laughs> true yeah yeah you're, yeah you're trying to get people on here diversify right. it's Let's if go. you're scared uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. it's over monty versus me next game start selling oh. the tickets pay-per-view <laughs> 8 p.m start selling the tickets all right chili chili's is catering it sorry chili's game of the week <laughs> sorry Trey. <laughs> chili's game of the week monty versus ryan ryan did not like being called out whatsoever <laughs> good all right you'll hear for it i will have to uh, find a supplementary rules official for next week um this right, is looks the like allison's back next week yeah allison's <laughs> back next week. <laughs> this was this was great i really enjoyed this i you know i may have lost but i am very pleased for just having made my podcast debut. so this has been great well, well now you can be the rules be <laughs> now you can be the rules officiate and not be under pressure <laughs> that sounds like the perfect job <laughs> yeah you, you'll know the answers beforehand so we can make that happen allison if you would like you can be the rules official for next match very down all right, let's do it. So Monty and Allison will be trading places next week as Monty tries to knock down Ryan from his pedestal and hand him his first loss of the season. Ryan, second strong showing in a row, seven points per game. We'll see. We'll see. Somebody's going to be wrong next week, and I'm excited for it. <laughs> but that does it for this episode. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at Half Street High Heat. You can follow Monty at Monty2740, Allison at JuanSotoHR, Ryan at We Are All Shack and myself at Nationals Ace. We appreciate listening. This has been an episode of the Half Street Hot Seat. We'll be back on Monday or Tuesday, depending on what news breaks with Half Street High Heat. Appreciate listening. Until next time, 
Let's go trivia. There's a new breeze blowing off the banks of the Potomac. A new team's mowing down the ranks of their opponents. The Nationals are smashing balls, so that the commentator who has the calls has passed the wall to see you later. By the early light of dawn, well, you can see they're running scared Cause the kinds of bombs we're launching are bursting in the air Tell the Library of Congress that they might not want to look Cause we're putting curly W's in every book Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.